Hi everybody, um, welcome to episode 4 of That Spiritual Flex. Um, this episode I am quite excited about because I've gotten a little bit geeky in this one um, and I am going to be discussing the topic and the concept um, of the hero's journey. Um, and I'm going to be discussing the hero's journey in like with within a spiritual um, context, with the spiritual context behind it, um, and it's it's a concept, um, and it's something that um, has helped me um, understand my own personal journey, my own personal path in life, and it's part of um, humanity's story as well. So it's really interesting, and I'm I'm going to start um, obviously discussing it. But I've thrown in a bit of mythology. There's a lot of mythology behind it, um, and um, it's just a really interesting thing that I want to discuss. So yeah, let's get started. So what is the hero's journey? So I'm gonna just explain and go into um, a brief overview and a brief um, description of what the hero's journey is for anybody that has never heard of it before. So. The hero's journey is is a, is a common template of stories that involve um, a hero who goes on an adventure, um, is victorious um, in crisis, and then comes home changed or transformed. So it's a it's a concept, um, and this sort of hero myth pattern concept was popularized by um, a writer called Joseph Campbell who was also influenced by Carl Jung um, in his psychology. And again, I've discussed Carl Jung a couple of times now in my past podcast, so feel free to go look back at the Shadow Work EP and my Fear EP, um, and I discuss Carl Jung in, in more depth in them. Um, but Campbell used the monomyth um, of the hero's journey to deconstruct um, and compare um, religions, really. So he had he wrote a book um, that's quite famous in 1949 called The Hero with a, a Thousand Faces. So he described the narrative pattern of the hero's journey as this. So basically a hero ventures forth from the world of common day into a region of supernatural wonder. Fabulous forces are there encountered and a decisive victory is won. The hero comes back from this mysterious adventure with the power to bestow um, you know, knowledge and gifts on his fellow man. So that in essence is, is what it is. There is 12 steps to what the hero's journey is. And I have a visual representation in front of me and I will be putting this on my Instagram page for um, visual reference if you, if you wanna go check that out. And obviously it's all over Google. If you type in Google images, um, the hero's journey is on there. Um, so, before I jump into Joseph Campbell too much, um, I just want to discuss myth as a metaphor in terms of what the he the hero's journey uh, encapsulates. So, before we explore explore the he the hero's journey, uh, we might kind of you might obviously remember fairy tales. You've probably read myths and fairy tales as a child. Um, and they're not presented as like historical truth 
but a more a more kind of important to us as humans is psychological truth so that's why we've always been drawn to them types of fairy tales and myths so like the demons dragons allies that show up in these myths are predominantly our projections of our own inner energies as humans it's like a tale as old as time um, and that's why there is such kind of unity across all cultures and time periods um and joseph campbell calls called this the the monomyth um so these same energies and symbols show up in our dreams um they help us to recognize these qualities within ourselves and myths show us our inner story on an outer level which helps us to navigate our lives through the power of metaphor um and it, and it teaches us how to cross the threshold and face our dragons like our demons in life and that's why we're so drawn to these stories even disney um you know fairy tales and everything like that that's historically humans have always documented um stories in this way it's a psychological projection of our own inner shadows and light and everything like that so joseph campbell then so joseph campbell um i think he died in the 80s um he was an expert in literature um, and he compared religions um, and did a lot of um, writing about that. Um, his most kind of important cultural contribution is, is arguably, like I discussed his book, um, The Hero with a Thousand Faces, so The Hero's Journey. Um, and he put this journey um, into a 12 step path um, and he, he noticed the pattern that this kind of 12-step process recurs in mythology um, all over the world and has guided many cultures throughout human history. So his definition is a hero is someone who has given his or her life to something bigger than oneself. So anyone can become a hero. Everybody's a hero, um, either on purpose or even accidentally. But it involves like a painful evolution, um, like a prerequisite to, to greatness. So the 12 steps, as, as Campbell defined them, begin with a call to adventure, a challenge or quest that presents itself to um, an ordinary person in their ordin ordinary kind of everyday life. Initially, that person is afraid and refuses that call. <laughs> but maybe with guidance from like a mentor um they overcome their fears they cross that threshold and they commit to this journey um and along the way they're tested they meet allies they meet enemies um and they're, they're preparing for an ordeal so like a a, a showdown or difficult difficulty that's going to obviously test test um their strength um and this ordeal forces them to face their worst fears and when they survive this, that ordinary person is is a hero or becomes a hero and is rewarded um, usually with knowledge or insight. So that's it in a nutshell, the 12 steps in a nutshell. So I'm gonna go into them in more depth. But the end bit that I just mentioned there, the reward, like the knowledge and the insight, that's not necessarily the end of the story. <laughs> Because next, the hero then needs to return back to that world that they came from in the beginning, where the journey began. 
transformed by their, their experiences essentially and then finally that reborn hero shares what they've learned on their journey with others so this classic kind of formula that Campbell identified remains popular in contemporary culture you will see it everywhere in mainstream um, movies films um, shows on Netflix like everywhere um, it, it, it's I mean when you think about films like Star Wars The Matrix uh, Wizard of Oz which is a really good example of, of the hero's journey um, and I haven't watched that since I was like a kid man so if, if I feel like I need to go back and watch that now <laughs> um, so yeah so, like I said, Campbell did die in the 80s, like late 80s, I've read. So, um, he, he did actually um, discuss um, the, the, the hero's journey um, for a documentary series. Um, and he did kind of clear up a common misconception about his take on the hero's journey. And he, he explained that the hero's journey isn't just for classical heroes or people that you put on a pedestal or people you look up to. Yeah, they might be heroes, but it's actually for all of us. The hero's journey is a human experience. It's every single one of us has this experience in some capacity. It's it's essentially like a path of, I can't say this, maturation, like maturity that all evolving humans follow, like the path of life. So yeah, so... I'm just looking at this picture of, of, of the hero's journey, um, this diagram and the 12 steps. So I'm just going to read them out again. So it's, you start the journey, you, you're called to an adventure, you're called to, you know, leave the safety net, you meet a mentor, whether that be someone good or bad, you start crossing out fully out of, out of your comfort zone, you face trials, failure, which as you're going along that kind of that kind of um part of the journey you start to develop new skills whether you're unaware or aware of them or not and then suddenly there's a massive death and when i say say death that's that's a rebirth not an actual physical death so from that rebirth there's a massive epiphany there's a revelation things start to finally fall into place for you mentally, psychologically. And then there's atonement and you start to gain um, momentum basically. Um, and you realize all this knowledge and wisdom that you've known, like looking back onto them, them first steps that you went through and you return back to where you came from with this knowledge and these gifts that you've acquired and this insight and I know that as a whole, I'm just reading that, sounds so dramatic and epic. And obviously that's why um, it's in films all the time and, and stories and myths and fairy tales because it sounds so epic. But these it can happen on, a, on a, an everyday scale. And who, who are we to say that everybody's um, experiences with the hero's journey isn't epic in its own right? Like, I think, yeah own that epicness <laughs> so yeah so like i've been saying the hero's journey is a quest for self-transformation 
for creative rebirth. Like we go out and we seek so that we can discover that us, the seeker, is itself the mystery which we acquire to understand and know more about. We're looking for ourselves. We're looking to find ourselves. That is the greatest, you know, the path. That is the hero's journey. Yeah, so I'm just going to, um, like I mentioned before, I'm going to start discussing um, them 12 steps in a bit more uh, detail. So, and narrow it down really, because you can actually narrow down the 12 into like four steps, which I might do, because otherwise this might go on too long. But yeah, so first of all, like I said before, we're called at the start of this journey in life, this hero's journey, we experience a call to action. So something shakes up our ordinary kind of everyday world. So this could be a divorce, an illness, we could move out, we could move to another country, there could be a birth of a child or a death of a parent, um, some form of crisis or suffering in, like you know, pushes us out of our comfort zone. And before I go further on with this as well, like I, this this hero's journey can start any time in your life. In fact, um, I've been reading about uh, about it in more depth, and there's other takes on it where that the hero's journey just isn't a singular cycle in your life, like from birth to death. No, it's like multiple cycles. Like you can go through multiple hero's journeys, and when you think of it as like um, um, musically, like keys on a keyboard you could go up and up and up to the to the top note and then um you go to the next octave it's kind of like that like you you can start one cycle and complete that come back with that knowledge and then you can start another cycle of the hero's journey in a different way so yeah i just wanted to throw that in there for for context so so yeah so we we've we've we're pushed out of our comfort zone so some people can refuse this in a sense like we can we can feel that we're being called to something but we refuse it because we're scared um and because of this our life can kind of stagnate um and it's like the more that you you feel this in yourself that you're being pulled to do something whether you want to do it or not it's going to happen like the universe will force you and you can push it back as much as you want, but it's like the, that kind of feeling will grow and grow and grow and more problems will, I feel in my my own experience, kind of build up and build up and build up until it explodes. So you're better off just answering the call <laughs> and just stop like, you know, thinking that you, you're gonna, you can't move into that kind of place in your life. Like, so, yeah, so once we've kind of started that, the universe kind of comes back to us and kind of offers us some help, whether that be with someone that aligns with you, that understands you, um, who kind of guides you, um, and who might provide some knowledge from their journey that inspires us. Um, and that kind of helps us leap into the unknown. So we kind of cross the threshold into unfamiliar territory and there's literally no looking back then. So our ego and our fear have loosened its grip upon us enough so that we're like already leaving behind who we were and open, opening up to what awaits us. So that's kind of the separation phase. The next phase is the initiation. 
So more allies, I guess, join us or we acquire skills or develop aspects of ourselves that we previously ignored. So with these allies, skills and newfound parts of ourselves, we start to face the demons. So we're tested. And this is kind of where a lot of people fall into the dark nights of the soul. So we need to start to acknowledge our worst fears and use all of our skills and wisdom to overcome the dark night of the soul and the challenges that we're facing. Sometimes we're victorious in that and sometimes we are not. It can, you know, go on for a long period of time that. So the next stage then is the return. So if we've survived the initiation and we've survived that dark night of the soul, the journey isn't over yet. Like we need to take what we've learned and integrate that back into our lives. So again, it's kind of leading on to what I was discussing before in my previous podcast about shadow work. You need to integrate all of what you've learned about yourself and others and your 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 story so far and your journey. So we cross back over the threshold, completely different, with a higher awareness, with something to offer back to people around us because of the experiences we've had. So maybe it's the story in itself that we bring back is the great is is the greatest gift. Um, or maybe we're now called to teach others the skills we've acquired. It's similar to what maybe I'm doing on this podcast. It's we 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 feel like we need to give out that knowledge, um, and we kind of just carry on with our life or start the next cycle. But we're in an upgraded kind of form, like we've upgraded. So we're always going to be upgrading. We're always going to be going into different cycles in our life. Like I said, um, but each time we're getting more and more knowledge we're getting higher and higher and higher in terms of our our perspective and with our with our um spirituality i guess um so yeah so there's also a a comparative of the hero's journey called the heroine's journey because i don't i don't see gender anyway necessarily so i don't um class the hero's journey as being from a male's perspective i think it it encapsulates everyone but i think this was um, an important thing to throw in here um just from a a more feminine perspective so um there was a writer called maureen murdoch and she wrote a book called the heroine's journey um and she she sees um the death kind of rebirth theme in terms of the needs to to slay like the monster of the patriarchal world so she's taking more of a feminist stance on it i think so Each of us who have internalized like the devaluation of the feminine and have rejected parts of ourselves because of that is on a quest to reconnect with the goddess and heal our connection to our body, our spirit and to nature. So our inner demons, the feeling that we, you know, we can never be enough, that we constantly have to do and achieve in order to be worthy are disconnecting us from our authentic selves. Um, and she said that it, it's by listening to our bodies and finding community amongst other seekers that we can be reborn as whole and healed. And I think that that's like, I love that. And I think that falls in line as well with maybe witchcraft um, and modern witchcraft, um, you know, that kind of um, thing. So um, Murdoch explores Uh, explored um, the universal pattern of um, the separation phase, the initiation and the return through the ancient Greek myth of Demeter. Um, So Demeter is an earth goddess of grain and the harvest and she has a daughter called Persephone. So basically the myth starts with um, a brutal separation of um, 
Demeter and Persephone. Um, and basically, Hades, who's the god of the underworld, um, abducts um, the daughter, um, Persephone, and drags her away from the world of the living. Um, so basically, both mother and daughter then embark upon their own hero's journeys, um, which will and well it transforms them and it transforms the natural world itself so Demeter uh, beginning the initiation phase of her journey searches frantically for Persephone um, and is helped by the, the goddess Hecate who helps her find out that not only that Hades had abducted and raped her daughter but that Zeus king of the gods and brother to Hades had sanctioned this so enraged by this realization Demeter wanders around the countryside in grief um, and since she is an earth goddess the crops begin to fail so there's no food to eat and obviously this becomes a problem for Zeus because the people are no longer making offerings or sacrificing to the gods so Zeus then commands Hades to send uh, Persephone back to her mother so that Demeter will abandon her grief and restore growth and fertility to the earth and uh, meanwhile Persephone is, has herself crossed the threshold into the underworld um, and she experiences the dark night of the soul um, and while there she becomes queen of the underworld um, and discovers previously unknown parts of herself and the final transform transformative moment comes when she eats uh, one seed of a, po a pome pomegranate um, so that is the food of the underworld so this internalizes the transformation that she's she's undergone and then mother and daughter are finally reunited um, in the return phase of their journey um, but since persephone has eaten one seed from this pomegranate she can't fully go back to what and who she was before so in the myth she's forced to spend one third of the year um, in the underworld during which Demeter mourns her, creating the season of winter, basically. So, both mother and daughter have been transformed by their journeys, more aware of their power and who they truly are. So yeah, I just wanted to throw that in, because I just love deities, I love Greek mythology, I love all that. And that's kind of like the heroine's journey aspect of it. So yeah, I also, um, going back to Carl Jung as well, um, I just wanted to throw in something that he said about the hero's um, kind of journey. Um, so he said, I made it the, the task of tasks of my own life to find by what mythology I was living. So when he said that there, like question yourself really, like what mythology are you living? Like I've questioned myself, like what story have I been involved in? Like what is my hero's journey? What has been my greatest call to action? What has been your greatest call to action? Like, what are your inner demons or the thresholds that you've crossed over that have completely changed you? Or where you've completely grown into, you know, the, the person that you are today? Like, what was your dark night of the soul? Who are your allies? What skills have you, and qualities have you acquired? And like, all of these things, how have they developed you to assist you on your journey? Like we can, we can invoke like aspects of our own selves to inspire us and give us like the courage and strength to walk our own path, um, no matter how winding or dangerous it is. But again, with everything in life, and generally, I think the most rewarding moments in our life tend to come following a really hard period in our life, like a really 
challenging period. So we can kind of start to, with like with shadow work, we can start to appreciate our shadow, our demons, all the things that have happened to us in the past, all the people that you've met in the past that have that have confused you and you know riddled you with dark energy and yeah. And it's we kind of essentially we come into alignment with who we are and with the universe and with collective consciousness, like we can receive the greatest gifts and support in becoming who we truly are by becoming the hero or the heroine of our own journey so yeah like i've i know this was a lot of information like before like i said in my shadow work episode i don't want to go too much into my own hero's journey because it is a long-winded but when i'm looking through and even when i'm reading all this as part of this podcast i'm thinking like yeah i can identify every single stage of this in my life currently and with the the cycle that i feel that i'm that is coming to a completion for me in my 20s because i'm 29 and i feel like from the start from literally 19 to 29 in the past 10 years i have been through this journey and it is nuts (laughs) and it has been hard like it has been so hard but now i'm coming out the back and i'm returning and i know that i'm going to be going up that octave i'm going to be going into the next cycle the next journey now i I just know but i think it's important and i think it's like so interesting as well that humans as as a collective we all go through our own hero's journey and i think I think it would it would be um not foolish but i think we're also such integral parts in other people's hero's journey like going through these different cycles of the hero's journey doesn't mean that you're like necessarily the main hero like you could be the sidekick in someone the sidekick i can't speak the sidekick in someone else's hero's journey you could be the mentor in someone's hero's journey like you could be the mother figure in someone's hero's journey or whatever and i just think it's like amazing really that we humans throughout history have gone through this this kind of process and i don't think it's by accident like by any accident either like if i want obviously this podcast is about spirituality and i have a lot of um thoughts and um, theories and my own theories about why we're here in life and what all of this is about um and i do feel that my my personal take and theory on 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 life is that we're sent here to raise the consciousness of humanity by going through these cycles and like i said here i've been speaking about the hero's journey like the hero's journey in itself is a cycle that we must go through as individuals to raise collective consciousness and I think that's the meaning of life like so yeah I don't think it's by any coincidence that this this theme runs throughout everybody's life in in some capacity we've all gone through these these cycles so yeah so like I said I have been through um a lot of these stages um I've been called out of my comfort zone in my early 20s to leave um, I, I, I've lived in different places. I left, you know, the comfort because I came from a, um, 
quite a secure family environment. I went into, I was being called to leave that and I've been in the complete opposite um, environments to what I grew up in. Um, like I was being pulled to that. Um, and I always felt like I was being pulled, like there was no other option for me. I think it was to acquire knowledge and obviously to go through this process now I'm looking back. So I was, I crossed that threshold and by crossing that threshold, I went through a lot of trials and tribulation, failures, failures in relationships, failures in friendships, failures in my education, failures in my career, job stuff. Like I went through a lot of dips um, and I feel like in the past, yeah, 10 years, I've been going through the dark night of the soul period of my life, like the winter of my life as Lana Del Rey um, spoke about once, I think in an interview. Um, so I, because of all of that, them trials and tribulations and all these failures and the dark nights of the souls and everything like that, I've acquired growth, new skills, and I went through that rebirth. Like I feel like I'm probably still going through it, but I, I am going through a rebirth, like the death of the older me. Because when I look back now, I'm thinking like, like I mentioned with the shadow work episode, I'm thinking like, what the actual, like, what was I doing? <laughs> but it makes sense. It makes sense now. Like I needed, I, I was wanting that knowledge. I was wanting that pain. Like I honestly think subconsciously, my higher self was like, no, you need that pain. Like you need to meet that person. You need to keep holding on to them people because they're going to teach you what you need to, you know, all these re revelations that you need to go through in order to increase your con consciousness. So that's why I don't take anything personal that happened or anything personal that's recently happened, even with friendships that I've had to let go. Like it isn't personal. Like I understand that they're on their own journey. And I'm not even not going to say that they're not on their hero's journey, despite bad things that have happened between me and other people. Like we're all on our own journey and it's only peace and love from my side. Cause I can see, like I mentioned in my shadow work episode, then, you know, they're on their own journey and they, they're going through their own stuff that they need to go through. So, so yeah, coming out of this rebirth, this death and this rebirth and coming out the other side, all of the re revelations that I've had, me personally, like, it's been mind-blowing, literally mind-blowing. I, Like I said, I look back and I think what, I was in a fog, like a literal fog, like I don't even remember things, like periods and chunks of my life because it, it was that fogged, which is to me, crazy when I look back and I see the amount of progress that's happened especially in 2020 for me and this is why I think collectively we're going through a massive hero's journey cycle right now as a, a, a human race this we're at different stages obviously everybody's at different stages but this is like a, a global collective hero's journey right now so yeah I feel like I'm coming on the cycle I'm coming back up to the top back to the the starting bit really because I've, I've healed relationships with myself I've healed relationships with my family I've healed you know I've done that inner work I'm doing that inner work and it's never going to end obviously but I'm doing that work and I am returning back to me and that's what I mentioned at the beginning 
the hero's journey is returning back to yourself like finding your higher consciousness your higher perspective returning back to who you are you truly are in your essence your soul so yeah <laughs> i'm really passionate about this so like i could go on forever so i'm gonna kind of leave it here um but yeah if anybody wants to discuss any of this obviously like i mentioned before hit up my instagram that spiritual flex email me um at that spiritual flex at gmail.com i would love to hear from anybody um even your your own heroes journeys um and yeah i hope this has um, been an interesting one for everyone and yeah what's your hero's journey like what's your journey whereabouts are you on your journey and yeah if you're in the middle of it if you're in the death and rebirth bit you're in the trial and tribulation bit like hold on like hold on hold on because believe me i never thought i'd leave i never ever could ever get the concept of how i'm feeling right now coming out the other side of it and i just want to give people hope that you can progress through the dark night of the soul especially because i feel like i'm repeating myself maybe across these podcasts but i have been there and it's not even comparing our stories and our dark nights of the soul with anybody else's because we're all individual and we all have our own individual demons and individual um issues and traumas um and that is fine it's not a competition it's not a competition so if you're going through that dark night like stay strong realize that you are the hero of your own journey and you will make it through believe that so yeah so yeah love and light everybody and the dark and remember stay on that spiritual flex